This is CliffCentral.com. Here she is, Anthea. She's fresh and ready to give us all the information that we need to understand what's going on, the economic indicators, and I hope that there's some silver lining because the last couple of days have been just bad news, bad, bad news through and through. So let's hope we can find at least one thing that isn't absolutely dreadful. All right, Anthea, um, I suppose you want your song, right? Yes, I oh, Okay, song, all right, right. Very demanding. <laughs> Let me just see if I can find you a version that we haven't played yet. I How are you? You doing okay? Yeah, I'm not doing too badly. Markets are not great, but then, you know, these things happen. But I'm fine. It's definitely summer's coming here. I can or feel it this here. morning, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, Felt me good. Too. Really good. All right, let's try. Uh, here's one that we haven't played before. All right, um, let's give this a go. It's your special song, Anthea, that people love. <laughs> How's the book doing, by the way? Um, we're still a bestseller. Oh, so very that's good. good news, yeah. All right, awesome. So, Day number 10. Very nice. All right, so what do you got for us in the economy today? What's going on with finance? What's going on with our money? So as I said earlier, I'm not great. I mean, Wall Street had its biggest sell-off on Friday in since December. Oof. You know, it's been that bad a week. Um, it, it's really not great. Um, so a cup, like it was quite a big week actually yes, last week, mostly for offshore markets though. Firstly, the US Fed mm-hmm. cut interest rates by 25 basis points, a whole quarter of a percent. Sounds so familiar, right? Our, uh, our, we did our the central same thing. bank, yep. Um, their These guys are all in cahoots. <laughs> <laughs> well, their repo rate's now 2%, whereas ours is still 65 mm. Um It's the first time they cut interest rates in 11 years. But Can isn't this what people it? were asking for for months? So well, now this it's is what, certainly what Donald Trump was asking for because he came out on Twitter saying that it was all Powell's fault, that Jerome Powell should have cut interest rates better, and he let them down. <laughs> I was like, there's so many more people in the reserve than, than poor old Jerome Powell. Um, so, but, but you would cut interest rates when your economy is not growing. So obviously this is to stimulate the economy. And the U.S. Fed said there were two things particularly they were concerned about. The global, the slowdown in global growth mm-hmm. and the fact that their inflation just hasn't uh, picked up at all because they do need some inflation to get things going. Right. And the irony of the slowdown in gro- global growth is actually that we're blaming Donald Trump, President Trump for it. The same man who's complaining um, about the economy not growing, about the Fed not stimulating the economy well enough or is sufficiently it, Is it enough. fair to leave the blame at his door? Absolutely. Okay. So we've seen, we've seen global trade decrease significantly since he's implemented um, the trade tariffs. And then last week, he did it again. He added another 10% on pretty much the rest of what um, America imports from China, $300 billion worth of goods. And okay. there's no doubt that's going to have an impact. Now, I know you and I always have this discussion about, but you're always on Donald Trump's side, right? Isn't that what he should be doing? Make America great again. That's his it's mandate. It's just what he promised. It's what he promised, yeah. And so people should be buying American goods, but actually America doesn't make everything, so they do need to import some stuff. No, you're wrong, Anthea. We make everything, and we make it great. (laughs) We do the greatest job. We've made so many jabs. Sorry, President Trump. Yeah, well, he did promise jobs. He he didn't promise he wouldn't uh, 
put tariffs in uh, with China. And, so, and frankly, like I, yeah, I think that tariffs are a bad idea. We had this discussion, are, yes. so I'm not on his side on that at all. And just, I think any government interference in the free markets a very bad idea. And on the jobs front, America is basically at full employment. Mm-hmm. So why do they want jobs? It's not like South Africa. We're we're desperate for jobs. Jesus. But I don't actually understand why the Americans want jobs. They are all basically employed. The 3.8% of Americans that are not employed, I'm not sure they that probably it's that can't big a deal. get out of bed. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to I was tempted to say that, but I decided not to. <laughs> They're just lazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the Fed finally cuts interest rates, but we've still got a big problem. Yeah. Um, the, the trade tariffs carry on. What about our position in, in global trade? I mean, when all of this stuff happens, I know that we're a small player. But <laughs> Quite frankly, I'm more concerned about all the boardroom brawls at the moment, nobody doing anything about our position in the global market. We have suffered. I mean, so the RAND has totally blown out now. Uh, about just over a week ago, we were trading with a 13 handle. Mm-hmm. It's now 14.86 this morning, heading Jesus. straight to 15. Like, it's like, how did that happen? So I'm actually quite shocked. So one of the issues was that ESCOM released their results last week. Oh, my God. Week. Yeah. That is such a big problem. The, it's a 20.7 billion rand problem. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no. It's a 430 billion rand problem how, because how that's they, how much debt they have. How are they ever going to solve this? I mean, this is going to be the thing that makes the IMF take over our, the, our this economy. This is it. Exactly. Right? I mean, right. this is what the stupid government don't understand. All these morons who just they cannot make anything work in this country. Don't you get it, guys, that eventually the only people who will give you the money are going to be the IMF and their conditions are going to be we control the entire economy from here on in. So you'll be sitting in the union, union buildings and in parliament pretending to be in charge but you won't be anymore because the IMF will run the country. That's exactly right. And maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing. I mean, listen, anything's better than this dysfunctional, gov- dysfunctional government. So I'm a little bit worried at the moment about the credit rating agencies downgrading us. I mean, I ca- cannot see how Moody's can possibly keep us at investment grade with this going on. It, it's it's right. just it's, it's extraordinary. Um, and, and it's just kind of nonstop. And then... And, and I mentioned the boardroom brawls early on. I feel like the guys are taking the eye off the ball. You know, mm. Mark Barnes has now left the post office because of some differences in the strategy of how to run mm-hmm. post banks. So he, <clears throat> excuse me, he obviously had an idea of, um, how things should be run and what he, where he wanted to take the post office. He's, by the way, left the post office without any debt, which is quite something. That's amazing. I didn't that know that. Yeah, okay. Good for him. Um, that is good because, I mean, a lot of people were saying he can't even fix the post office. And a lot of people, when he joined up and he said he was going to head up the, the post office's CEO, people said, uh, don't know if this guy's got the, the, yeah, the chops. I, I think even we were a bit skeptical. Oh, yeah. I certainly was a bit skeptical, but he's proven to have done well. Okay. Um, and then this old I'll take, mutual. I'll take back what I said about him on Thursday. Oh, what did you say about him? Well, when he resigned, <laughs> I thought, you know, oh, there goes another. Guy who just couldn't get it right. But if you if you say he left them debt free, that's impressive. No, he did okay. He okay. definitely did. All right. Um, and then this old mutual thing with Peter Moyo and Trevor Manuel continues. God, that's embarrassing. It is embarrassing, isn't it? Shocking. Oh, yeah. Like, who's it more embarrassing for, Trevor Manuel, Peter Moyo, or Old Mutual? Yeah. All three. Like, there is no winner. In fact, 
it's so bad that their share price has come under pressure again. Sure. And again, like they're just taking their eye off the ball, you know? And the whole focus is on whether Peter Moyer is going to walk back into the office and whether the security guard will let him in and whether oh he'll do God. work and oh, how much money they're going to really? spend on lawyers to actually stop him from working. I mean, I, I, I almost feel like there's something they're not telling us. Maybe there is something yeah. they're not telling us. Ooh. <laughs> Exactly. And then almost on the same token, Discovery and Liberty are now fighting. Discovery is saying that Liberty Uh is (laughs) copying their rewards program or using their rewards program for their own benefit or for selling Liberty products, which they're not allowed to do. And I'm a bit like, you know what? it's a good program. Somebody was going to copy it. And surely F&B copied it as well. I mean, have, you, have you seen all those F&B ads? You can now get wellness points and all yeah. sorts of free things with F&B. Sure. Anyway. You, you <laughs> don't sound impressed at all. I, I'm so unimpressed. No. It's so banal. Uh, Anthea's not, Anthea thinks nothing of this. <laughs> Boring. Outrageous. All right. Well, how about some other stuff? Um, CPI inflation? Yeah, that came in at 4.5%, smack bang in the middle of the Reserve Bank's um, target range. Cool. The things that um, drove it really were non-alcoholic beverages, uh, food, transport. So those were your things that drove CPI inflation. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, Still it's, manageable. it's well contained. Yeah. Very well contained. Not and bad. then on company news, a couple of things. We had ShopRite. Um, they beat sales estimates for the full year to June. I mean, not great. Sales were 3.2%, but the share rallied so much. It was incredible. Hmm. The share, yeah, the share was up at one stage 18% or something. Really? Blew my mind, yeah. Um, not that it was a great set of results. I think just the market was expecting less of it. Okay. Um, yeah. And then the JSC reported a fairly weak set of half-year results. Diluted headline earnings per share actually declined by 29%. Uh-oh. Revenue decreased by 8%. Really not great. And all this when the equity market value, traded value, fell by 11%. So you know that's how the JSC makes their money, right? Sure. When you and I buy and sell shares, they take their mm-hmm. little commission. Um, so if trading volumes are falling, then obviously revenue is falling, so not great. And on top of it, their personnel costs increased by 19%. And all of this comes to the conclusion that Nikki Newton King, the, the CEO, has decided to retire. Oh, yeah, I mean, she yeah. probably shouldn't have left it in such a bad state or at such a bad point. Yeah. Probably, I would have, if I was uh, carried on a bit longer and fixed the problem. That's not a great legacy to leave, right? No. Your revenue declining, but your costs increasing, your jaws really just squeezing. Yeah, um, but she also, I mean, I remember hearing her talk and she was, she was one of these people with like big ideas and not so she's quite political about stuff and nobody cares about that. What are the rands and cents, honey? You know, <laughs> really, I mean, who cares about the other stuff? Right. Honestly. If you ever decide not to become a DJ, will you come and work for me as a fund manager, please? You think that that would make sense? <laughs> You think I could be good at something? Well, I don't say you're going to be good at it. We'll, we'll listen to your opinion. Me? Little old me? Okay, cool. All right, let's just talk quickly about um, MassMart because, oof. Oh, shocking. Absolutely. Oof. They warned they're expecting to make a loss for the first half of the year as a result of softer than expected sales, margin weakness, and higher expenses. The same story. It, it's... Yeah, no, this is terrible. I mean, I think, I can't remember the numbers now. I didn't put them down. I should have. But it, I think that 
Massmart's steak that Walmart bought is now worth a third of what they paid for it, if even Oof, that much. That's it's terrible. Just depressing, right? Shame. Yeah. Anyway, but you know Massmart are getting that new CEO that's coming in from Japan. They're flying him in from Japan. Wow. Yeah. Like a nice so. appliance. <laughs> Shiny new appliance. We're flying in our new CEO. He's a great appliance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so basically everything's just pointing to the consumer really still under a lot of pressure. Woolworths didn't escape it either, although in their case it was more a situation of them writing down the David Jones Australia operations, which really have not gone particularly well. But yeah, I'm afraid that's where I'm going to leave you with. The consumer still under a lot of pressure. We really would like another rate cut if anyone from the Reserve Bank is listening. Yeah, come on, guys. I mean, like that would be really cool. Plus, of course, we need it desperately. We'll and take you know, anything. And you know petrol's going up again this month. Don't say that. I'm afraid so, yes. Oh. Sorry, guys. All right. Well, Flax and I are going to go and fill our cars straight after this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no time for messing around. All right, Anthea, thank you for all that bad news. My- <laughs> Always nice to see you. Don't thank shoot you the messenger. Don't you guys love it when Anthea pops in and makes you depressed first thing on a Monday morning? Oh, <laughs> it's the greatest. This is CliffCentral.com.